Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Call Shawi Devin Singletary 24. Here we go. Miles Jack 26. Carl Edwards Jr. 30. Marlon Moore, 34. Dominic Brown, 34. Brandon Spikes, 34. Sean White, the flying tomato, 35. Mason Crosby, 37. Nate Robertson, 44. Javon Kurz, 45. Damon Stoudemire, 48. Keith Trailer, 52. Chris Gadling, you remember him, Warrior fans? 54. Benny Blades, badass. This ain't no Benny Blades, son. It's all about the you. And then uh, you got a little uh, Dave Herman, 80 years old. Dick Mata, 90, getting up there. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Dr. Shivago will join us momentarily to talk injuries. Of course, pro football doc, Dr. David Chow, otherwise known as Shivago. He'll uh, rock with us on C2C. Ohio State beats Minnesota 45-31. They kick their ass. I mean, let's just stop with all this other nonsense. That second half was ugly. Every single time they touched the ball, they scored a long distance. 30, 40, 50, 70-yard touchdowns. It was embarrassing. Olave with a 61-yard TD makes it 45-31 Buckeyes. Ryan Day talking about it. How about UCF? Boy, we called that Carver High. They were down 21 zip, and they hit that Gatorade bottle. They looked sap from the humidity. Here comes UCF, rally cap style. They beat them 36-31. Boise got the push at the very least with the five spot. Coastal rolls, Citadel 52-14. Utah didn't cover. They beat Weber 40-17. to If you don't cover, we hate you forever. NC State hammers. South Florida, 45-zip. Davis, I had UC Davis getting the points. They covered. They beat Tulsa 19-17. Tennessee over Bowling Green, but they couldn't cover. Embarrassing. Arizona State does not cover against Southern Utah, but they win 41-14. I gave you Eastern Washington. They beat UNLV in double overtime, 35-33. I went 21-6-2 last night in my bets in college football. I suck. I got all of Friday night's games, Saturday night's games. We're going to go crazy on the show today. Nick Saban knows you got to stay calm in week one, especially when you're playing the Canes, baby. Cane day, 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 cane day. Dabo Swinney on the show today. JT Jack Daniels on the show today. The Georgia quarterback. How many schools has he played for now? 
We got all of Saturday's games, Penn State Whiskey. We welcome our radio affiliates to the show, Sirius XM, Mighty or 1090 Sports, Mass Sports, Byline, Air Forces Radio. Congratulations. Uh, Western Michigan, Michigan. You got Tulane, Oklahoma, Stanford, K-State, Fresno, Oregon. We got Indiana, Iowa, and Iowa City, a Connect Stadium. Going to be rocking tomorrow with a Hoosiers. Bama, Miami, uh, Maryland, West Virginia, Texas, Lafayette, San Jose State, USC. We got Oregon State, Purdue. Georgia, Clemson, LSU, UCLA, Nevada, Cal, BYU, Arizona. I'm going to give you some locks of the week, Carver High. Locks of the week. Sunday, Monday games, we're hitting all of those as well. Michigan can't sell tickets because Jim Harbaugh sucks. We got your tour championship leaderboard update. Patrick Reed had the double pneumonia, almost died in the hospital. Grizzlies make a trade. We'll talk about it at the Nets bring back Aldridge. Brooklyn and L.A. will combine for 11 All-Stars from 2015. DeAndre Jordan going to get bought out if the Nets bring back Aldridge. He's also looking at the Bulls, Aldridge. NHL and the players reach an agreement to play in the Winter Olympics in Beijing. Let's go. NHL's COVID protocols will include suspending unvaccinated players who are unable to participate in club activities. We got a UFC fight night mafia talking about Brunson until Saturday night. And then we got Carson Wentz, still unvaccinated, says it keeps him up at night. Well, then get the jab, you sissy. Wentz has thought about all the consequences. We'll hear from him. We'll hear from Saquon Barkley, Kyle Shanahan. I want to punch him in the face. This guy's such a D, smartass. He's that kid at school. You just finally jump over the table and rack him. Honestly, is that kid a little stuck up? I mean, honestly, is there anything else I can say without cussing at this point, Carver High? I don't think so. Mike McCarthy has no interest in Cam Newton. John Gruden talking about the Raiders. They have to earn the people's respect. How about the people's elbow? We got Bruce Arians on the show today. Plus, NFL insider Adam Kaplan going off. Baseball, we got it. All the Phillies come back win. Joe Girardi on the show. Adam Duvall gives the uh, the lead and a win. We got all that for you. Plus, Trevor Bowers leave extended again tonight's games. We'll hit all of those so we can make you a bunch of cash. Derek Jeter still working on his Hall of Fame speech. It's only about a year away. Hopefully, he'll get it done in time. This is Coast to Coast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, time for a little Dr. Shivago. We got pro football docs, Dr. David Chow in San Diego, Cali, per usual on a pain-free Friday. Good to see you, Doc. Let's talk about Minnesota running back Mahim uh, Ibrahim last night. When you saw that uh, tear of his calf away from his Achilles, I knew right away that was an Achilles. I was live on the air, and he shredded that. Gus Johnson thought it was just a calf injury, uh, but you saw him in the boot later. You knew it was toast. You knew it was toast right away, right? Well, I mean, as did you, Dr. Scott, right? I mean, uh, that was very Kevin Durant-like, the rippling in the calf muscle, Brandon Oliver with the Chargers a few years ago. Look, I don't know that it's been officially announced yet, but by video, it's very clearly an Achilles the way that he limped off and then in the boot. That means surgery and his season is done. Look, his college career is done. Heck, uh, the Gophers might have had a chance to win that ball game if he stayed healthy, right? They were kind of in it and driving. But at this point, season done, surgery. But he still has a good chance to to be productive uh, come the NFL the next year after the draft. Wow. I mean, uh, honestly, I, I, you know, I have my druthers on that, uh, whether or not uh, he'll go late in the draft or early because he's really talented, no doubt. But do you think NFL teams, when they see that, are, are going to consider him damaged goods? Well, you know, they'll look at him uh, at the combines in late February, early March, or and, uh, you know, get an exam and uh, know one way or the other which way it's headed. But really, you know, I, I've heard, I don't know the details, that he was projected potentially to be a first-round pick. Look, is, that's probably not likely at this point in time. But day two, round two or three, remains in the realm of possibilities. And uh, obviously, he's quite talented, and other things will factor into it as well. All right, let's talk about uh, Saquon Barkley. Uh, Everybody wants to know if he's going to go week one. What does it matter? Uh, He's back on the field. He looks good. I I think people are just – they have nothing better to do than, like, argue all day whether or not he'll play in week one against uh, Denver. Well, I think it's ultimately going to be a strategic decision. I've always said, Scott, return to play is a three-headed monster. Medically, is he clear and able to? Does the player feel confident that he's ready to go or his agent says it's a good idea or his family? And then the team, the head coach, position coach, management, ownership, you know, are they, do they want to risk him? Look, they, the, the Panthers sat Christian McCaffrey almost a whole year waiting for him to be 100%, and that seemed to come from the team. If Saquon plays week one, I don't believe he will be 100%. I don't see him getting 20-plus carries week one. He may not play. Uh, We'll have to see. But you have to remember, ACL recovery, like a lot of recoveries, it's a slow sunrise. It's not a light switch. Oh, you play and you're 100%, right? It's a slow sunrise, not the quick light switch. Let's talk about uh, T.Y. Hilton's neck surgery. In what world do you have neck surgery and you only miss three games? I don't believe that. I'm with you. I think it's going to be longer. Of course, the rules are he has to miss a minimum of three games. That doesn't mean he misses three games. He could miss more. 
Uh, look, if he had a discectomy fusion, which is the most reliable surgery, that's usually a three-month recovery timeline. So you're looking second half, later second half of the season. If he had a foraminotomy just to open up the area, that's not always as successful. Look, Peyton Manning and the Colts had that, and it didn't work, and we'll have to see. But that could get him back sooner in the later part of the first half of the season. But I'm with you. Definitely longer than three weeks. Hold on a second. Carver, can you schedule me for a foraminotomy? Get me in there in October, right after I go to the Steeler Bronco game. All right, I'm going to get a foraminotomy mid-October. Uh, Trey Lance has a chip in his hand. What does this mean? Could it linger? Well, it's been called a chip. It's been referred to as a microchip. But all I know is there's no way the bone's healing in seven days, as the 49ers first said. And GM, uh, uh, you know, uh, John Lynch has now hinted that, yeah, it's probably optimistic to say that. It can become less sore. Basically, it's a bad jam finger. I think it's an index finger. You saw it affect some of his throws. I think he's going to be fine this season, but early on, they may not have that rotating two-headed monster that it looked like they were trying to go for. So Irv Smith of the Vikings, he had meniscus surgery. Is he done for the year? I believe so, because it was a meniscus repair. Remember back to 2016, Mr. Superhero Knee Recovery, Adrian Peterson for the Vikings. He did a great job coming back from that ACL and had the 2,000 yards. In September, he had meniscus repair surgery and thought he would come back the same season, and I said he wouldn't, and he did not. Irv Smith with the repair is essentially done for the season, Irv Smith Jr., and what about uh, J.K. Dobbins? He's done as well, right, with the uh, ACL? He's done for the season with the ACL, and there was some rumor and word of a LCL as well. If the LCL is involved and bad enough that it needs reconstructive surgery, that starts to leak into 2022, the start of 2022 and deeper. So hopefully not. Hopefully it's more isolated ACL for J.K. Dobbins of the Ravens. All right, so Wentz uh, had close contact. He's had so much drama, this guy. But what kind of a disadvantage are teams uh, that have players that are unvaccinated uh, in terms of uh, these NFL rules? Well, you know, we've there's a tremendous disadvantage. The card, the deck is stacked against you, and, and I think players are realizing that. The Falcons and the Bucks have 100% vaccination rates. The league-wide rate is 93%. There's still some holdouts, and uh, I get it. It's a free country, but it's just a tremendous team disadvantage because if you're a close contact, you're out if you're unvaccinated. If you're vaccinated, you're still in. Forget being an outcast and having to wear masks and everything else. But let me tell you, since you're mentioning Carson Wentz, Scott, I've changed my mind on Carson Wentz a little bit, not because the injury changed. I've been saying all along that he will not play week one because he will not be 100% with that foot. And the team has said emphatically he needs to be 100% to play. But believe it or not, with the injury to Sam Ellinger, now I get Sam Ellinger wasn't going to start, but with his partial ACL, ACL sprain, I believe that Carson Wentz will now start because you can't have Jacob Eason starting and Brett Huntley as the backup. So if you have Eason starting and Wentz as the backup and Wentz is at 100%, well, you might as well just start Wentz at 90 95%. I think the, the Colts are going to come off that. Carson has to be 100% to start week one. And because of that, I think we will see Carson week one. 
Do you believe Urban Meyer cut players because they were unvaccinated? Well, uh, you know, you have to think that it's a factor. Look, uh, if Trevor Lawrence were unvaccinated, he would not be cut, obviously, right? So it depends on who you are. It's the old Jimmy Johnson thing. If you're the 53rd guy, you better toe the party line. If you're the number one guy, you're Michael Irvin, you've got a lot more leeway, right? And so I think it's a factor uh, in the decision-making, but to say it was just for being unvaccinated, that raises the NFLPA investigations and all that stuff. So Michael Thomas on the pup list, you think he'll be back for their sixth game? No. Well, actually, in theory, he could come back after missing just five games because the Saints have an early bye. So he could come back after week six. And so it would be week seven, but the Saints sixth game. But I think that's still early. I think you're looking optimistically midpoint of the season, maybe a little bit later based on the repair. Real quick, I got 40 seconds. What do you think the steps are going to be taken towards the NBA and uh, NHL athletes in terms of vaccine where certain cities require, like San Francisco and New York, uh, you to be vaccinated to play? Well, I think I'm seeing that the NHL and NBA are going to enforce that. And they're even going to dock salaries if you can't play because of that, because you can't go against what local or regional law is. So the NBA and, and, and NHL are going to have to go along with it. All right, Doc, have a great weekend. Fantastic stuff. Always a pleasure to have you on Coast to Coast. Thanks, pal. Thank you, guys. All right, there he is, Dr. Shivago, Dr. David Chow in San Diego. Check him out on social media at Pro Football Doc. He's with us all season long, all year long, talking injuries every Friday. Coming back, college football with your boy Carver High. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're all back on Coast to Coast. Don't forget to follow us always on social media and at SportsGrid, at SportsGrid TV to get all the breaking news, line changes, odds, and more 
It's real simple. While you're at it, at Sports Grid Radio, you're good to go. It's simple. Click follow and let's rock. All right, Carver High. We had a huge night of college football last night. We're going to do it again tonight. Tomorrow's out of control. Sunday, Monday, we got a couple of games as well. Why don't we start off with the Buckeyes convincing win in Minneapolis? Yeah, football was really back in a big way last night, Scotty, and all weekend long with the college game. Ohio State was down 14-10 to 10 at the half to Minnesota. That did not last long. Big play after big play after big play. They beat the Gophers 45-31. to 31. The cherry on top, Scotty. How about Chris Olave, the 61-yarder, to make it 45-31 on Fox? Play fake. Stroud wants to throw over the middle. Caught at the 40-yard line. Olave still moving. Olave with the burst to sweep. Chris Olave. A 61-yard touchdown. And that may do it for Ohio State. Your boy Gus was tripping last night. You hear him say, everybody knows vanilla melts when it's wet. I'm like, what? what? No, no one knows that. What, what is that? What are you talking about, bro? And then I, I just thought the big plays in the second half. How in God's name do you give up those four gigantic plays? 30, 50, 70, 40. I mean, it was like unbelievable and not only were they gigantic touchdowns they were untouched touchdowns and how about one of them was a two-play drive you ran it once the next play the uh, little screen pass guy goes 70 yards i mean it was embarrassing i gotta tell you pj flex team they were celebrating when they stopped stroud on fourth and uh, it was third and 12 they stopped him it became fourth and six they celebrated like they won the game and I said to you on the air on, on Pharrell on a bench, there's still eight minutes left in the third. One team has been there, done that, never gets too high, too low, doesn't celebrate every single time they make a tackle. The other team has never been there. They're dancing around after every tackle like the world is theirs and they're celebrating. I mean, it was like so obvious which team was going to win the game. We were watching the game. They were down twice at the half and 21-17. And I still told you they were going to kick their ass, and they did. And they certainly did. Big plays all over the place, and even the defense got into it, Scotty. That scoop and score after the Tanner Morgan fumble. Head coach Ryan Day, he loved how the Buckeyes responded in the second half. You know, really, really proud of the way our team played. Where's the beard? And especially, you know, in that fourth (laughs) quarter. I thought that uh, we learned a lot from from this experience. Uh, to say that I'm surprised with the way it played out, I'm not. Uh, we played a lot of young guys on the road, conference game. Uh, first time playing with fans in a long time. Um, quarterback who hadn't thrown a college pass before. Uh, but uh, the way we rallied and played, especially in that second half, and we had a lot to build on here. And uh, very excited coming out of that locker room. I, I got to tell you, this guy's got the greatest job in the world. Uh, he walks into that job. And then every single player on the team's a five-star athlete. And they play about two, if that, tough games a year. And then, I mean, in their regular season, they win every game and then they go play in the playoff. And all he does is play in, uh, you know, gigantic, enormous television games and then plays for national championships. And they never lose. I mean, what a job. 
Can you imagine having a job where you don't even have to coach? You just stand there and get paid millions of dollars and watch five-star athletes step into every job, every season. They gut it to the NFL, the whole team. Then they load another uh, AK-47 team out on the field. Every position, better athletes. Did you see that football game last night, the difference between those two teams? It was like a college championship team playing a high school team. That's what it was. P.J. Fleck, I don't care if he won 10 games at Minneapolis at, at the Gophers a, a season or two ago. They suck. No, they just don't have the same talent as Ohio State. And honestly, pretty much nobody in the Big Ten does. Uh, also last night, UCF rallies from 21 down and a two-and-a-half-hour lightning delay at the bounce house to come back and beat Boise 36-31. to 31. We talked about this last night. As it got closer and closer to midnight, Scotty, and the yep. humidity got higher and higher down there in Orlando, Florida, you could see the Boise State Bronco players just getting slower and slower as the night wore on. <laughs> I mean, it was really painfully obvious that those things had a huge factor in them losing. You're up 21, you're dancing around, you got it all going. And then when... Central Florida and Gabriel made it 21-7. When they were down, still two touchdowns, you and I both on the bench said, oh, they're going to win. That's it. Here comes the comeback. They're going to win that game. One way or the other, they're going to win the game, and they did, 36-31. At least I pushed with Boise. I would like to thank Boise State for at least stopping that two-point conversion on the final UCF touchdown. I got it by the hook, Scotty. Under 67 and a half. Let's go. A big winner last night for the under. Uh, Coastal Carolina, they took care of business. They thumped the Citadel 52 to 14. Utah struggled in the first half, but they did beat Weber State 40 to 17. NC State hammered USF 45 to nothing. Nice job by Tulsa last night, Scotty. Let's suspend all the players from the brawl against Mississippi State in the bowl game last year. And then lose to UC Davis at home. Nice job by Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, I had uh, Davis in 23 and a hook. Cover! Tennessee took care of business against Bowling Green, 38-6. to Debut for Josh Heupel as coach, Joe Milton at quarterback. Herm didn't take care of business for us last night, Scotty. No putting the pedal down in the second half. Wasn't looking to score more points. 41 to 14, they beat Southern Utah. They were laying the 45 and a half. I'm not happy about it. I expected more out of the Sun Devils. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, disappointing. Obviously, uh, they hit on the money line but didn't cover the number. Same thing with Tennessee. Uh, same thing, uh, you know, uh, with a lot of these teams. Uh, that I, Those two in particular uh, cost me. I lost both those spreads, Tennessee and Utah. Uh, or excuse me. Uh, Tennessee and and, uh, Arizona State. And also last night, UNLV, not a good start to their season out at Allegiant. Uh, They lost to FCS Eastern Washington in two overtimes, 35 to 33. We say it all the time. It's amazing uh, what the athletics program at UNLV does now, uh, as in never win. I hit that game outright. Washington in the house. I bet on the Hawks. Washington. The, the hog and the kid missed the field goal at the end of regulation, and they still end up winning it uh, in two overtimes. All right, we have games tonight before we get to the weekend. We'll get to the huge slate tomorrow after the break, but let's look at what we have tonight, Scotty. 
Good one in Blacksburg in the ACC. We've got Sam Howell and the Tar Heels laying five and a half at Vatek. Old Dominion getting 31 and a half from the Demon Deacons in Winston-Salem. Let's go. Big Ten battle at Ryan Field. We've got Michigan State and Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald's crew laying three and a half tonight. Also, Northern Colorado and the Buffaloes at Folsom. 37 and a half for Colorado tonight. Yeah, look, uh, I've said this before. I said it last night. If uh, Sam Howell's so great and he's the best quarterback in the country, a lot of people feel uh, I'm not one of them. But if he's the best, then you got to go to Blacksburg and win that game by a touchdown or more. That's all there is to it. I don't think Wake Forest can score 31 points. I'm on Northwestern and your boy Patty Fitzgerald, the good Irishman, in uh, Ryan Field, north side of Chicago and Evanston. And I think Colorado spanks northern Colorado by 50. I also have some other games for you tonight. You know that Duke, who you love so much, Duke is getting is uh, laying six and a half on the road at Charlotte tonight. We've got Kansas laying 11 and a half to South Dakota. Kansas never wins football games, Scotty. In the last 24 hours, this has gone from 15 to 13 to now 11. Kansas laying 11 and a half against South Dakota. And then South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, are at Fort Collins tonight to take on Colorado State. Minus two and a half for the Rams as they look to start their season right. Two and a half against the Jackrabbits. I think I smell another FCS upset out in Fort Collins tonight. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that this game's going to be fantastic. Colorado State wins, but I'll take the two and a half and middle it with some mayonnaise on the turkey. And then I'll take Kansas and lay 11. I love the fact that it went 15-13-11. I'll lay the 11. South Dakota sucks. Um, you know... Uh, there's a, another one as well. Eastern Michigan tonight. I'm laying 32 and a hook. I don't trust Duke as far as you can spit. I think they win, but Charlotte covers the six and a half. Very dangerous bet because Charlotte sucks in everything. Charlotte on the money line tonight. Let's go, baby. I'm in on Duke to lose at Charlotte tonight. Let's make it happen here. A little money line play for us at plus 185. Ooh. All right, when we come back, we have an absolute stacked card for Saturday. We've got to talk about Georgia Clemson. We've got the U and Alabama. We have several hundred other games. And don't also forget, Scotty, on Sunday night, we've got the Fighting Irish in Notre Dame going to Tallahassee to take on Florida State. I'll give you all that that. when we come back. I'm going to hit so many games tomorrow. Honestly, they're probably going to come and arrest me. Somebody's going to come and pound on my door and arrest me. They're going to take me out in chains because I hit so many beds. It's not even funny. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, Carver High, uh, we still got a lot of college football to hit here because Saturday is going to be glorious. Saturday absolutely is going to be glorious. And let's start with Miami and Alabama. Alabama head coach Nick Saban. He knows that in week one, neutral site games against a big opponent, you have to stay calm. Here's Nick Saban. Well, we're obviously looking forward to the first game. Uh, I'm sure the players are very much excited about um, having a game to play, uh, trying to create an identity as a team, uh, create value for themselves individually for how they compete, how they play. Um, I think the big thing, which I've said before in first games, is you got to be able to play the next play. Sometimes unexpected things happen in first games, things that you weren't prepared for. So I think it's really important that everybody can keep the right mindset. Yeah, obviously, uh, the right mindset, like every year when they play this big game, it's the game of the week, it's a you know number one game on everybody's television set, and then they just stomp whoever they're playing, and that includes Miami. I love my Canes, Kane Day, but uh, I just don't feel they have the goods to dance with Alabama. It's that simple. I think Miami's good. I think Alabama's great. Also tomorrow night, a top five battle in Charlotte between the Clemson Tigers and the Georgia Bulldogs. Let us start with Clemson head coach Dabo Sweeney talking about the huge matchup with Georgia. Here he is. This is a tough matchup, and there's a lot to learn uh, about your team, you know, because you haven't, you know, you really haven't tackled in a year outside of two days uh, where you've really tackled. And now you got to go out on the field and, and, and tackle at an incredibly high level to be successful. And, you know, margin for error in a game like this is very small. So it's a huge challenge, but again, it's exciting. We're looking forward to it. Uh, for us, it's, it's uh, you know, just, just our, our first goal. You know, it's, it's what it comes down to. I mean, we, we want to win the opener. That's all we can do. Uh, we can't do anything uh, other than win the opener and, uh, you know, that's all we can do, and then we go from there. So we're excited, excited about Dabo. just getting it going. Very excited. You're repeating uh, yourself, Coach. You know, watching these guys play somebody else uh, other than the Tigers on the practice field. Uh, health-wise, we're in a, in, a, in a good spot, you know, from an injury standpoint, and uh, hopefully that will continue through the week. We've got another, uh, you know, we've got, we got a good tough practice today, and uh, we'll get in shells tomorrow. And uh, – I can't wait for uh, his pregame start, speech to the kids. Oh, my God. I just crashed the car. I'm so bored listening to this guy. Here's the deal. 
I think this game is better than the uh, Alabama-Miami game. I think Alabama-Miami on paper looks uh, fantastic. The reality is Georgia-Clemson is fantastic. No, it absolutely is. Here's Georgia quarterback JT Daniels, one of your favorites to win the Heisman this year, Scotty. Got to win some games first. He says no big deal playing Clemson. Who cares? It's just another game. Here's JT. Uh, yeah, sure. I approach it the same way I approach anybody else, which would be, it's, you know, it's, it's a, another game of football. Um, and I think everyone, yeah. Yeah. you know, Georgia and Clemson should see it the same way. Uh, as, as big and as cool as this game is, uh, it's week one. You know, it's uh, you can beat Clemson. How about this guy? Could he, could he sell it any worse? The rest of the season, not make the SEC. Clemson could win by 100 and you could, you know, or yeah, we could lose to Clemson by 100 and then win the SEC and everything goes our way. Um, you know, in, in terms of this game specifically, I think it's an awesome stage, great competition. Uh, it's a great way to see where we're at, see what we need to improve on. I'm sure Clemson will see it the same way. And, uh, you know, we, we go from there, play our game, and then as soon as that game's over, we're focused on UAB. Oh, yeah, that'll be a tough game for you against the Blazers. Why did this guy, you know, sounds like he doesn't even want to play football at, at Athens. I mean – you go to Georgia and you're not excited about playing Clemson. I mean, if that guy was excited, I'd hate to see him when he is, uh, because that was the worst interview I've ever seen for a kid playing in a gigantic game. There is no getting around the fact. I don't care if it's week one, week 10. I don't care if it's for a, a title. This is a gigantic matchup and he looked bored to death. Screw him winning the Heisman. I mean, does he even want to be there? I mean, that kid looked like the kid you'd cheat off in the chemistry test. What was that? Is that a quarterback? That, that's no Jack Daniels over there. No wonder they call you JT. Look, you know this and I know this. Georgia never wins these games. They never win these big games. Doesn't matter if it's Alabama, whoever they play, Clemson. They never win these games. And I don't expect them to win tomorrow night either. I think that Clemson is going to beat them. All right, we have tons of huge matchups. Let's start with some of the early games tomorrow, Scotty. Penn State going to Madtown to take on the Badgers in Wisconsin right now, minus five and a half for them. Western Michigan visits the big house. Jim Harbaugh needs a big start to his season here. 16 and a half against the Broncos. Tulane, of course, the unfortunate situation down in the bayou. They were supposed to host Oklahoma in New Orleans. Now the game gets moved to Norman. Sooners minus 31 and a half against the Green Wave. Stanford and Kansas State, little neutral site game down at Jerry's World for the noon East kickoff tomorrow. Take the under 53 and a half. Both these teams stink. Minus three and a half for Kansas State. Fresno State, Scotty, off the win last week over UConn. They ain't playing UConn tomorrow. They go to Eugene to take on the Oregon Ducks. They're getting 20 and a half, and I think they might actually give them a shot. How about this first set of games? I'm really pumped for this Penn State-Wisconsin one. All right, yeah, let's go through these real quick. Uh, I think Wisconsin uh, in Madtown is very difficult to beat. Going there, I don't care who you are, how high you're ranked in these stupid polls. Penn State's going to lose this game, but I think they cover the five and a half, whatever the number is. That's what I got it at. Western Michigan can flat out play. Michigan has been a massive laughing stock the last several years. That's all there is to it. This game will be within that number. Blue win. And Broncos cover the number. Oklahoma, they could play the game at Tulane. They could play the game in Norman. They could play the game in heaven. Either way, the Sooners are going to rip that ass. 
They're just going to rip that ass. They're going to cover the number, and they're going to make the green wave blue again. Uh, and then Stanford, K-State, I disagree with you. I think Kansas State can score points. I think it's going to be a good game. I think Kansas State beats Stanford outright. Fresno State's good, but they're not Oregon good. Ducks are going to quack their ass and cover the 20 and a hook number. Uh, I just don't see it. I'm on, I'm on the Ducks to cover that number. Yeah, no, I'm just looking at it in terms of just hanging around maybe. I like the way they look last week. I know it's UConn. Uh, you're right. It could be a squash job. 11 a.m. kickoff in Eugene also out on the West Coast. Uh, next set for you, and here we go. Tom Allen, Michael Penix Jr., and last year's surprise of college football, the Indiana Hoosiers going to Kinnick to take on the Iowa Hawkeyes, grabbing three and a half sticks on their way there. We have the Alabama-Miami game. That is in Atlanta. Crimson Tide minus 19 and a half right now. West Virginia and Maryland, interesting game in College Park. The Mountaineers minus two and a half, the road favorite. We also have uh, Texas and Lafayette, Scotty. The Longhorns and the Raging Cajuns going to be doing battle in Austin. That line is nine right now. We also have San Jose State and USC. The Spartans off their Mountain West championship Go to the Coliseum to take on the Trojans. That is 14 and a half right now. All right, let's start with those two that aren't on the board there. We already saw those two games, so let's start with the uh, Texas game, right? I think Texas wins that game and covers the nine. I don't think anybody thinks they're going to cover that number, but I say they do. And then uh, I like San Jose State to cover the number but I still think USC wins that game. And then the top of the board, I just think Iowa's a brutal place to play in Iowa City at Connect. I think they'll beat Indiana. I think it's going to be a great game. I got Indiana at four. I think Iowa wins the game by a field goal late. This is going to be the game of the day in college football besides in the afternoon, right? At night, it's whatever. I think Clemson, Georgia's a night game, unless I'm mistaken. During the sunlight hours, Iowa City's the place to be. Iowa's better than anyone's giving them credit for. Indiana's overrated. Everybody's talking about Indiana playing for Big Ten championships and everything else. People are tripping. Bama covers the number. How about in College Park, Maryland beats West Virginia. West Virginia has sucked for years. Let's just calm down on the Mountaineer stuff. Although I got a funny story for you. I almost went to West Virginia. I went down there with my dad to see the school in Morgantown. First thing we did was go to the dorms. We went into the dorm. I knocked on the first door I saw. Kid opened up the door with a bottle of whiskey in his hand. My dad said, you're going to Indiana. (laughs) That was the end of it. (laughs) College Park. Uh, All right. And finally, I've got some night games for you. The Beavers of Oregon State travel to Purdue to take on the Boilermakers. Right now, minus seven and a half. For Purdue, game of the day, Georgia and Clemson in Charlotte, minus two and a half for the Tigers. LSU and UCLA at the Rose Bowl tomorrow night. A lot of people starting to get on Chip Kelly of the Bruins here. Tigers minus two and a half. Nevada and Cal, that is my favorite game of the day. I love the Wolfpack in Berkeley. And BYU in Arizona, that is the Las Vegas Classic, Scotty. That'll be at Allegiant Stadium between the Cougars and the Wildcats. Yeah, the Mormons are going to win that one. I like BYU to roll Arizona. I'm with you on Nevada. They win outright. 
LSU's going to show UCLA. They may not have the, you know, Hollywood money and Rodeo Drive and Beverly Hills, but they got better athletes at LSU, and you're going to find out the hard way, Bruins fans. Give me Clemson, and I think Purdue wins. But the Beavers cover the seven and a half spot. We got a game in West Lafayette at Ross Aid, that old dump they play in. Look out. Uh, And we actually have also two standalone games for you on Sunday night and Monday night. We, of course, won't be back on Coast to Coast until Tuesday. Sunday night, the Irish are in Tallahassee against Florida State. Minus six and a half right now. And then Monday night in Atlanta, Ole Miss and Louisville. Minus ten and a half for Lane Kiffin and the crew. Yeah, I'm yet to uh, be convinced on either of these games what I'm going to do. I'm leaning Notre Dame, and I think I'm leaning Ole Miss. They got a great quarterback, Coral. I think he's going to go off in that game. Now, let me give you all these other games. Is that what you want right here? Let's go. Fire it up. All right. Uh, I like Kentucky to win, but Monroe and the 31.5 BC wins outright. Rutgers in this game. They were supposed to play last night. They're going to play it Saturday. I say they win and cover the number for Shiano. I told you K-State wins. Georgia State wins outright. Lay the two. Nebraska wins. I haven't seen a number yet. Arkansas wins. Rice grab the Owls at 19.5. Air Force wins outright. Cincinnati lay the 22 and a hook. They're my number one play. Marshall wins. Lay the two and a half. Mississippi State wins. Louisiana Tech covers up with 23. Missouri wins. Central Michigan covers the 14. Pitt wins. They won't even score 38. Give me UMass with the 38 spot. Wyoming and Iowa State went outright. And then Auburn wins. Akron, the Zips, covered the 37. South Carolina wins outright. Ohio wins. Upset getting one. Houston getting one. They went outright. Oklahoma State wins. Baylor wins. Texas State covers the 14. Give me Memphis, SMU, Toledo on the money line. Florida wins. Lay the 23 and a half. Illinois wins. Texas San Antonio covers the five. Georgia Tech lay the 18 and a half. Virginia wins outright. A&M lay the 29. Give me Washington Vandy on the money line. Southern Miss plus one. TCU wins. And Nevada, I told you, BYU lay the 12 and a half. San Diego State lay 31 and a half. Utah State getting 17 wins outright. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court the crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice but what about this one that's the sound of all the sports you love all at once starting at $40 a month experience it all live with sling sling Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Carver High, your boy uh, Cantlay, your favorite golfer, still hanging on to the lead by a stroke at the Tour Championship at Eastlake in Hot Town. He is hanging on right now down in Hot Town. He is not taking advantage, really, of that lead that he had to start the tournament. John Rahm is only one back now at 14 under. Even Justin Thomas within striking range. He is at 11 under. Kevin Nah. Your boy getting involved at nine under, Victor Hovland, Bryson DeChambeau, Rory at eight under. So it should be a fun weekend. I say, Scotty, that Cantlay is going to choke over the weekend. He's not going to get the check for 15 mil or the FedEx Cup. He's going to go home with probably still a pretty big check, but not the biggest one. Look at Carver High getting angry when he mentions Canley's whole face cringes. I love it. How about Patrick Reed talking about double pneumonia? He almost died. Yeah, not a good scene for Patrick Reed. He was in the hospital for a couple of weeks. Uh, said he thought, I mean, even the doctors were like, listen, you need to get your family over here. I, I mean, you never want to hear that, Scotty, when you're sitting in the bed. But Patrick Reed is playing this weekend. Uh, shot one under today as he is, uh, listen, he had to show, he's another guy, you know, you get there, you're in the top 30, you want to get that check. So Patrick Reed did make it out to Eastlake to get paid. Uh, also, I'll give you some uh, trades in the NBA. The Grizzlies trade uh, Herman Gomez to the Celtics for Chris Dunn, Carson Edwards, second round pick. The Nets just dealt DeAndre Jordan to the Pistons and the Pistons are going to buy him out. So that clears the space for the Nets, if they bring back Aldridge, Brooklyn and the Lakers will combine for 11 All-Stars from the 2015 season. Uh, NHL and the players reach an agreement to go to the Olympics in Beijing. Let's go, Scotty. The NHL players at the Olympics. That's how we get those games excited in February. Let's make it happen. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Here's the deal. They're saying late this afternoon, uh, Wojnarowski is saying that the Lakers are going to try to sign DeAndre Jordan after uh, the Pistons buy him out. I thought both of those deals were lame. Uh, If he ends up with the Lakers, I I still don't think he matters anymore. He's slow and fast. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.